Greetings, adventurers. Before we begin today's tale, we'd like to talk about our sponsor for a service that is both useful and important. We speak, of course, of NordVPN. NordVPN is a virtual private network application, basically a magic item with infinite counterspell scrolls that can work against the scrying factions of the interwebs and various protective charms that keep your virtual communication pigeons and messages safe. In a technical sense, it establishes a secure connection to a remote server in the astral plane and allows you to access so much more content from across the world and greater multiverse. We set up our podcasting business while we still lived in the US, but after moving to Germany, we saw several problems arise we hadn't expected. Some of the things we needed on a daily basis are region locked to the US, like our banking. So we started using a VPN to securely log onto the banking website until we could talk to our bank about the issue. After two hours talking with them, their grand solution was exactly what we had figured out, NordVPN. But NordVPN isn't only a stoic bodyguard, it also has a fun side. Did you know that a large variety of entertainment is region locked, like your old DVDs? What's a DVD? Let's not make us feel old and instead explain that while you're logged into NordVPN, you can stream television shows as if you were in a different country. <clears throat> I mean, realm state. So you might have access to an entirely new lineup of great entertainment from services you're already paying for and subscribed to. NordVPN even unlocked a menagerie of new German horror content we'd never even heard of and are delighted to be enjoying every week. To get the best discount for your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash darkdice. Our link also gives listeners four extra months on a two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you've been thinking about using a VPN or are looking for a newer and safer way to utilize the content you're already paying for, or really paranoid that the silent one is secretly reading your emails, give NordVPN a try. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings everyone, this is Travis, your DM and the host of Dark Dice. We've been toiling away diligently in the darkness to wrap up our first story arc, Domain of the Nameless God, but today we have something really special, something different, and something that we feel is not only vitally important, but that might actually save lives in the real world, uh, the one you and I live in. Today marks the start of Pride Month in the real world. A celebration of diversity, which is also a time of self-affirmation, dignity, a push for equality, and increased visibility of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual, otherwise known as LGBTQIA+, people as a social group. Okay, but how does this connect? Dungeons & Dragons is a storytelling game that allows us to experience what life might be like as somebody else. So instead of an accountant or student, we can become mighty warrior giants, masterful elven wizards, brilliant lizardmen scholars, or try on whatever roles we'd like. This is the essence of role-playing and allows us a, generally, safe space to experience something new and maybe learn something about ourselves in the process. Today is an adventure of a similar kind, and we are briefly breaking from our show's continuity for a glimpse of something that could be. A potential future for one of our story's protagonists, should he survive the harrowing adventures to come. 
His name is Ias Inskeep. He's an adoptive father of two, and in theory, he survived the story you can enjoy for free on our podcast feed, Dark Dice. And in theory, he's found his way to a new city to call home. After coming across a mysterious flyer, Ias will find himself drawn toward the realm's first speed dating event. He will go on ten total dates, and the outcome of the story will be fully influenced by you, our listeners, instead of by dice. After you listen to the episode, we implore you to click on the link in the show notes to vote for who you think you should end up with. Voting costs $1 per vote, and we suggest a minimum of ten votes. And you can vote as many times as you'd like until June 30th of 2020, and we'll tally the votes and release a follow-up episode based on who wins. But this is where it gets more interesting. The funds we raise will benefit the Trevor Project, a real-life organization in the world's largest suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for LGBTQ, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning young people. Every day, the Trevor Project saves young lives through its accredited free and confidential phone, instant message, and text messaging crisis intervention services. A leader and innovator in suicide prevention, the Trevor Project also offers the largest safe social networking community for LGBTQ youth, best practice suicide prevention educational training, resources for youth and adults, and advocacy initiatives. So, your involvement will actually make the world a better place. But it gets even better. We also have put together a very special curation of extremely talented queer artists who are taking part in our artist auction, which can also be found in our show notes. Do you want to see your character or party illustrated? Perhaps an NPC drawn as a thank you for your DM? These wonderful artists, the best of the best from over 200 submissions, are donating their time as well to benefit the Trevor Project. So once again, you're helping do good in the real world while having fun. But it gets even better! A number of extremely talented dungeon masters GMs, uh, Game Masters, from your favorite streams and podcasts, including myself, are also donating their time and will be auctioning a one-off adventure for you and your friends. Once again, we suggest that you treat your regular GM and allow them to play in the campaign with Victoria of the Broadswords, Tall Squall of the Vice, Devin from Total Party Chill, Sean Howard from The End of Time and Other Bothers, our very own Rowena... <clears throat> Volley of the Lucky Die podcast, Russ from Dungeons, and many, many more who are part of our DM charity auction. So please consider all these really amazing things happening for the duration of Pride Month from June 1st to 30th, 2020. You can also find out more information at darkdicepod.com. Did I also mention that we made a unique web store on TeePublic with event-specific Pride Month merchandise that will benefit the Trevor Project? Well, we did, and we hope that you'll maybe pick up some of our amazing new designs there. So just to recap, you can be part of our socially distant Pride Month celebration by buying merchandise, by voting multiple times on who you want IS to end up with, by taking part in our artist auction and getting a character commission, by taking part in the GMDM auction to hang out with your favorite DMs, and by sharing the event with your friends. Again, we hope to expose you to new perspectives today and also to do real good in the world while having fun in the process. And again, all proceeds go to benefit the Trevor Project. So now, let's get on to the story. Dark Dice, Tiefling in the Details The Gilded Den is a tavern in the Azure Kingdom, near the Multiverse Portal, where artists from around the world hang their paintings on every wall. It's a hidden gem where famous painters are said to display their works anonymously besides up-and-coming artists. Who owns the den? <laughs> That'd be Gilzog the Keen, a very intelligent half-work with a love of art. He's very entrepreneurial and shrewd, but I heard that he was talking with a regular patron, uh, Fezziwig Bromstuttle, about hearing one too many pub-side stories of the lonely and sad state everyone's been in these days. Seeing an opportunity, the two of them came up with the idea to organize the first ever speed dating event the Azor Kingdom has ever seen. The speed dating event director is Fezziwig Bromstuttle, voiced by Dallas Wheatley, a gnome woodworker interested in helping spread happiness and bring local singles together. They are the charismatic one, as Gilzog is admittedly better at listening and interior decoration. 
Gilzog spent the entire month contacting all of their artistic associates and commissioning new romance-themed artwork, all of which was, of course, very tasteful and personally curated by Gilzog and Fez. Fez put up the flyers and talked the majority of the people into showing up, <coughs> co-director, <coughs> and a number of realm-renowned bards also volunteered to help tell stories. As something particularly special, a piano was brought in just for the evening to be played by the bards Stephen Malin and Brandon Boone. A huge thank you to everyone involved, but especially Dallas Wheatley, without whom this would not be possible. So thank you, Dallas, for making this a thing. So as the sun dipped lazily behind the trees in the distance, and the main room began to fill, arriving fashionably late, a tiefling named Ayas Inskeep approached. What did he look like? So Ayas is uh, a tiefling, so he's got the horns, he's got the tail. Uh, he has uh, scars across his face from uh, what looks like an acid splash. He has a large um, scar across his throat, and he is uh, not so much uh, cradling his right arm, but he's certainly not putting a lot of weight on it, and that's sort of obvious, but it's, it's, it's okay. It just seems to have been a little bit damaged in the past. Hello and welcome to the Gilded Den. I'm Fezziwig Bromstuttle and I'm running the speed dating event. Um, are you uh, are you here for the speed dating? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, would Would you like ale or anything yeah, like yeah, that? Please, please, yes. All right, I'll get that uh, in for fact, you. Two, three, maybe. Uh, <laughs> All right, three no, ales be, coming up. Just to be up. safe. Yeah. And if you ever need anything, you just call for me. You can call me Fez. Uh, the speed dating Fez. will start shortly, so you can just grab a seat, and then I'll, I'll walk everybody through the rules in a minute. Cool. Thank you. Um, over here? Yep, right over there. So you can take a seat right over there next to, uh, I think his name was Uriel, right. yes. Okay. Um, thank you. And what did Uriel look like? Voiced by Cecil Baldwin from Night Vale. I'm a rock dude. <laughs> I'm a total rock dude. Uriel. Uriel is an Earth Genasi. His skin is a shiny black onyx. He's very intense looking. He's built like a Marine or a modern day black ops soldier. But he's really a nice guy underneath. He's big, intense, and has great posture. It's clear to anyone that he's an experienced military killer or a soldier. But he's also a little socially awkward. He clearly lives in the woods, so has sort of a Robinson Crusoe look. He's definitely not fashionable. In a word, he is rustic. He's made attempts to clean himself up, uh, think a rich kid playing at being a hermit, but he's coming back to civilization. Settle down, settle down. Welcome to the Gilded Den's first ever speed dating event. Now, before anybody takes a seat, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Fezziwig Bromstuddle, and I'm going to be your host this evening. The owner of the bar, Gilzog, has graciously loaned out the dining room for the evening for this wonderful event. Now, why don't you all give him a round of applause? <laughs> and of course, I know you're all so eager to get started, and I am too. But before we do, I just want to go over a few ground rules. Each date will last eight minutes. Each contestant has been given a number. When the bell chimes, you will finish your current date and move on to the next table. Keep notes about which partner you like best, and at the end of the night, put your note in the box. If it's a match, I'll help you and your partner plan your second date. Oh, how exciting. I am so eager to see which one of you gorgeous people end up together. So, without further ado, find your tables and let's get started. What? 
do you actually speak or are you just a lump of rock? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I do. I I think you just did, didn't you? I did. Okay, so um, do you come here often? Uh, no, I've, I've not been here before, although I live nearby, um, sort of up in Spritewood. Oh, right, okay, yeah, that's, that's close. Yeah, uh, so, um, so, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Uh, whatever that nice troll brought over to me. I'm on the ale, so, uh, don't know. Oh, God, okay, already, see, this right. is how this is gonna go. kind of similar. Um, cheers. Cheers. Uh, so, uh, what do you do? Uh, mostly, I grow mushrooms. Mushrooms? That's pretty much I do. I love mushrooms. Um, I live by myself, uh, and I uh, harvest mushrooms like Agaricus arvensis mm-hmm. and Agaricus augustus, yeah. Agaricus benardi. Wow, and, this is fun. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of mushrooms. Oh, um, I've got other mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, such as Boletus badius and Boletus what, what, what do you do with all these mushrooms? I mean, I mean that's... Oh, um, generally I just bring them into town. I, um, I sell them, or sometimes I take them myself. Mm-hmm. I eat them. Um, you know, it's sort of my... Uh, uh, it's how I pass the time out in the woods. Right. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, how quick do mushrooms grow? Uh, it depends on the mushroom. Oh. Like your uh, bovisita is a you know a general puffball mushroom. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And you know it takes quite a while. But then other ones take a long time, like uh, Canarphilus uh, subidalis, which is um, sort of a chanterelle mushroom. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know those take much longer. Right. And, and do any of them have any like magical properties? Uh, well. It depends on what you would call magical. Well, you know, um, useful, I mean, like you know, healing. Well, the nice thing about the earth is that the earth really is all healing. Um, so many of these mushrooms, even though they, uh, you know, they they offer some magical properties, mostly they're just good for good for eating. If you don't mind me saying so, uh, you don't look like a mushroom farmer. Really? Yeah. There's something about like the. You know the the muscles and the onyx skin and stuff, which the way you sit in, it just looks a little bit like uh, you've got some history. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, this is not the first job that I've had. Um, I grew up in pretty strict upbringing. Um, I've I've, uh, I've seen some shit, my friend. Well, haven't, haven't we all? That's <laughs> true. And then I decided to walk away and. You know, uh, find out what I really love, mm-hmm. what I really love about the earth. Uh, and that's mushrooms. That is mushrooms. Cool. You have to forgive me. It's been a while since I've seen um, anyone other than myself uh, <laughs> or anyone that I haven't had to uh, dispose of or protect my uh, my mushroom farm from. So I'm a little bit uh, out of practice in the ways of polite conversation here in this Well, that, that, that's fair enough, I suppose. I mean, uh, you know, we've all <laughs> we've all had stuff to do that we don't really want to do, and um, <coughs> oh, that went down the wrong way. <coughs> Excuse me. Do you ever, like, with, I, I'm sorry, I'm fascinated with your skin. Uh, I mean, when bits of it come off, do you, like, is it like onyx? Is can you actually you know sell it? What? Or 
No. Um, do you sort of buff your hands so you can see your face in it? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I'm. I guess that's why I'm here is to look for someone to buff my skin for me. Oh. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. 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 That's fair enough. Um, you know, we all have horns of one sort or another. So, what about your horns? Uh, do they come off, or can you like, um, you know, like? Haven't you ever um, seen a tiefling before? Uh, not, not that I remember. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. No, they don't come off. Um, uh, no. Many people have tried. Uh, <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to? Do you have to? If they get too long, do you have to like clip them like a like a cat's claw, or do they get too long, or anything like I, that? Uh, I think with the amount of stuff that's been cut or broken or shaved off with acid, I got quite attached to them. I haven't had oh. two yet. I know, okay, I, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, have you ever had your horns caught in something? Um, do you have to like <laughs> disentangle it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, loads of stuff, but what one thing I really quite like doing is, um, you know, putting lights in them. That's that's quite fun. Oh, that's nice. So that sounds festive. Yeah, it it, it it's it's nice for the kids, you know. Oh, oh um, uh, do you? I suppose you don't you don't have kids. I don't. Do you? Well, yeah, I do, but. Um, Oh. No, they're not mine. But well, they, they are. They are mine. Oh. They they see me as as you know, as their dad. But um, oh, oh, but you don't have them. You're not like keeping them in a cage or anything. No, like no, no. What, what? What? I don't know. You said you had kids, yeah. but they're not your kids. So I figured, you know, maybe you. Well, I, I adopted I them. Know, I'm not kids. some sort of crazed jailer torturer kind of thing. That's good. Uh, no. Um. So there's uh, there's my son Baron. He's a dwarf. He gets up to all sorts of hijinks, <laughs> um, which is why we had to move here. And like what? There's the other one who was a demon when I met her. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, now what is she? Oh, she's normal. She's half dwarf. Um, I say she's normal. It's sort of psychological scarring that, you know, uh, lots of us kind of have to deal with. So she used to be a demon. But now she's not a demon. Well, no, she was. Was she uh, possessed by a demon? She, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but she feels better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was possessed, and um, well, it, it was while we were going to um, find my son and and uh, you know all the other kids of the village that had been. It's a long story. It's a very long story, but um, yeah. Yeah, I hear the terrible twos can be really hard on a parent. Oh, oh believe me uh this was worse um that's so yeah i've got two kids basically is the long and short of that nice excellent that's good i um i appreciate someone who is uh you know doesn't eat children uh, I, I try not to uh, but I, I tell you what I, I know we don't have very much time left but uh you know if you ever need um a place to sell any of your mushrooms then uh do drop by i've got a little shop it's uh, just down the street. So oh, excellent. I will. Yeah, feel free to, to drop by, say yes. hello. Um, and I do have a uh, pretty wide variety of mushrooms that do uh, many, many different things. Um, you know, oh, not right. just magical properties, but also um, uh, medicinal and uh, recreational properties as well. So, oh, right. Know. Oh, okay. Um, tell me more. Oh, well, um, Switch uh, maybe partners. when we're. Uh, oh. Well, it's been it's been nice to meet you. Um, it's good to thanks. meet you as well. 
Thanks very much. Uh, and with that, Uriel stood up and walked away. A mysterious figure approached, taking Uriel's seat. A dwarf, voiced by Steve Shell from Old Gods of Appalachia. What did this stranger look like? Melvin of Clan Barlow. Is a Midland dwarf of Midland height. Knows the Midland ways of the Midland earth. Often overlooked because of his size and stature and the silver streaks of sugar that race down his once chocolate beard. Melvin is a vault of stories who does not go noticed until spoken to. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, I drink what all my family drinks. The blood of the deep dark mountain distilled in bourbon barrels far beneath the soil and the crust of diamond etched earth. And there it rests and lays an ancient... It's a double IPA. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, two more, Galaxy please. Galaxy and Cascade. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up. You don't know what we're into, family. Uh, I've, I've come across dwarves before. I'm sure you have, but uh, I doubt you've met many of my clan, for there are a few of us left that walk the dark ways, and even few of us that would talk to one such as you, and please take that as a compliment. That's very kind of you. Um, what clan are you from, just to, uh, you know, just to be on the safe side? My blood descends from the ancient clan Barlow of the deep burning black rocks. You should know our kind if you think back far enough. You've nothing to fear from me, stranger. Okay, well, I'm um, just glad you're not one of those guild dwarfs. Any enemy of my enemy is a friend of mine or something. So, uh, what brings you here? Do you come here often? Oh, I come here more often than not, family. The shadows here lend for a hungry ear, and the stories I can collect add to mine and twist and turn in the shadows. And the more stories I can gather, the greater power I can wield, and the things that come to me are gentle and calm rather than ravenous and hungry and I can share that gentleness and I can share that calm with uh, with those who who might want to share a pint with old Melvin. That's my name by the way. Ah, nice to meet you. I'm Ias. Ias Inskeep. So what do you do? Uh, anything interesting? Oh, I do what my father did and his father before him and his father before him and his father before him. I dig. Dig. I dig into the deep dark and I bring forth the treasures both of word and lore and stone and iron. Do you need somewhere to sell the um, the rock and iron stuff? Because I've got a shop and um, yeah, always on the lookout for anything interesting. Are you suggesting a wholesale arrangement, family? Because that's awful forward of you. Well, I mean, we just met and you're already asking about carrying my wares. Uh, the wares of the Clan Barlow are, are, are pretty precious and, and substantial in size and girth. So I would be very careful in being offered to handle those wares because they are heavy as iron and deep and dark as the mouth of the Black Mountain. I, but yeah, if you want to, we could work it out. We could work out about a 10% commission and, like, you know, kind of go from there. 5%. Eight. Seven and a half. Seven three quarters. Seven and... <laughs> seven. Seven and a half, and you kissed me right here on the cheek. You were just saying about me being forward you're, and handling your jewels and stuff, not, which were wide cult, and cultural, heavy and... Cultural differences. You're not a dwarf. I know. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, all right, so seven, then. Be that way, fine. All right, thank you. Um, yeah, cool. Lovely. Um, but... You say cultural differences, but my son's dwarf. Uh, oh, lovely. What clan, what clan does he hail from? Who have you mixed your blood with, family? Oh, no, 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 no. I haven't, I haven't done any blood mixing for a long time. Um, 
Uh, it was more uh, adoption. Oh, okay. So you but, foster you fostered a young hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank did you. you raise did you did you raise him above the earth? Yeah. In the in the light of the sun. Yeah, I did. I may have to call social services about that, but let's not let that ruin our evening. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Well, do you have any children? I never have brought forth spawn in this world. My role within my clan requires a certain focus and a certain solitude. Solitude would suit me, it would seem, in that particular venue. I, I think it would. Yeah, definitely. I better hurry up with that ale. Um, Melvin's gaze has been completely unbroken this entire time, unblinking, just black orbs peering at you, making you more and more uncomfortable as as the interaction goes on. You almost sense that he would be drinking in anything you would say to be recorded, to be adapted into a story for later. I just took five stress damage. Yeah. Um, can you not? Can I not what? Can you, can you not, uh, like, look at me? Like that, because uh, I'm only looking at you because you're looking at me. Um, I, why are you looking at me that way? Because uh, you're I, looking I, at yeah. me. I, I know, I know what it is. I know what it is. Yes, this is actual silver woven into the beard. It isn't old age. It isn't time having its way with old Melvin. Silver, it's a genuine alchemical silver woven from the hide of a Barlow oh, dwarf. Right, that's and that's really interesting. Is it like proper proper silver? The beard hair of an, a middle aged Barlow dwarf uh, is worth much in the underdark. It is much worse. Really? Uh, it, it actually will become bioluminescent in certain temperatures and can guide you to the truth and the light of your own being. All you have to do is stand at the end of a pit and talk. And let whatever lays there listen. And then the silver will grow and grow and grow. Right. But then wing night comes and a man needs a triple IPA. So he has to come up to the tavern and talk to pretty things like you. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that might be um, difficult. Uh, so you can grow silver. Pretty much. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Just had to just had to check because I sort of zoned out there a little bit um, you know uh, uh, the voice has that effect if you just lean into it and listen to the drone and listen to the sound of the crickets and the wind and all the beasts that sleep deep beneath the surface you uh, too I, I don't really want to yourself. think about the uh, the beasts that sleep beneath the surface I've had a little bit of a you know I've, I've had some problems with them but they're sleeping family they're cute. No, they're not. They're adorable. All 17 of their limbs wrapped in a gelatinous wisp cage of never-ending shadow and whisper. They're just adorable. Look at them. They're just kittens. Uh, they're just kittens, family. Uh, uh, no. No? Not, not a cat person, then? Not really, no. No, not mm. really an animal person in general, really, because oh. it's been... Um, yeah, we had to, to move quite quickly um, away from... Yeah, stuff and animals that weren't quite so cute and cuddly and friendly. Um, so wait, wait, you've seen stuff and things. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen stuff and I've seen things and I've seen yeah. You should tell me of these things. You should come closer so we can talk of many things. Yeah, this this table's really quite nice in between us. <sighs> So no lap time then, setting a boundary there. Yeah, I just think it's it's one of the, only just met, you know. Um, I'm it's fair, it's fair, it's fair. I respect that. I respect yeah, that. I respect thank that. You, thank you. So you've asked you've asked me many things, and I have fed you much knowledge. So why why what brings you here? 
family. What brings you to this bar this night? To what 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 demons do you need to drive with that strong drink from your crinkled and enticing cranium? Crinkled? It's not crinkled. It's a dwarf term of endearment. Go with it. Okay, right. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just. I was just, uh, you know, looking for you know, new place, new city, uh, and thought I'd have a little look around, uh, like the music that the band's playing, you know, um, just uh, yeah, settling back, shooting the breeze, seeing who's around, really. And hey. the silver we could grow, but sorry, so you could. Uh... I'm sorry, you were saying. I, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in the, the, the fact that the silver can grow. I've never met anyone that can grow silver before, and that well, could be quite... you've never met um, my master, I mean my patron, who who I deliver my stories to, the things that they can do, all oh, yeah. from the silence and convenience of a deep, dark place, and all you have to do is lean in and let everything flow forward. No, 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 come on, come, come on, come on, come on. You're, you're still being really forward here. That's a bit, that's too much. Forgive me, family. I'm old and rusty in my ways, for the darkness has kept me many days, and you get lonesome deep within the mountain with only the voice of madness to talk to and only the sleeping vapor slime venom scorpion kitten cats to pet while they rest. Yeah. Sometimes a man just needs another man. Or well, biped. Or uh, quadruped. Yeah, um... I'm not Centaur exclusive, it's fine. Uh, uh, what? Switch partners! Well, look, uh, it's, it's been awful nice uh, meeting you. Right, but, um, right, right, If you ever do uh, grow any silver that you want to, um, you know, sell on, um, just come by the shop and I'll sort you out with that. Well, if you ever want to get sorted out proper, head to the third turn in the second pass back toward the Black Mountain call out your deepest childhood fear and cry the name of the first relative you ever saw die and old Melvin will come find you cool be well family thank you uh goodbye Melvin as Melvin got up to depart next came someone new played by Katana what does this person look like the person across from him uh her name is Tin she has sort of cat-like eyes that are blue, and she has green hair that's straightened in the front to sort of frame her face, but uh, going there back is a, a well-manicured, coily hair texture that stops above her shoulders. She looks as though she's tabaxi, but it's not really like a fur all over. She doesn't have a tail, she doesn't have paws, but more in just, she's got this deep russet skin and these cat-like eyes and a slightly cat-like mouth and nose, but all of it is very is very altered to have a very specific aesthetic. It's all very smooth. It's not as um, not as animalistic or organic. She is wearing just incredibly formal wear. It's very exquisite. It drapes her body perfectly. She looks like she's been intrigued by the entire evening she's having fun like she's learned things she's learned things from everybody in the room and she looks equally as eager going to the next person to see what they're all about and that person is Ayas good evening pleasure oh. <sighs> right um, I have to say you're, you're dressed very nicely indeed um, uh, I'm, I'm Ayas Ayas Inskeep she puts out a hand sort of lazily in front of you and waits for you to take it. 
that's a that's a very nice hand. Um, is that a ring? It's a nice ring. Where's that come from? <laughs> from myself. A little treat along my travels. Oh. My name is Tin. Tin. Right. Okay. That's nice. I hope that ring isn't made of tin, though. That's funny. <laughs> no, it's solid quartz, actually. Solid quartz. Very nice indeed. Uh, is there a story behind it, or? Uh... I think it's a nice conversation starter. I think it shows that I have taste, and it reminds me of my power sometimes. Power? Oh, yes. And she actually reaches down to like a small satchel at her side and pulls out uh, an ornate hourglass. It's got this red-pink glass that it's made out of, but you can still see the sand within it, and it's covered in gold filigree, and she flips it and sits it down on the table. Don't worry about that. That's just for me. Uh, I don't tend to like things when people say don't worry about that and I've never seen one before. You've never seen an hourglass before. I've seen an hourglass before. I know the sort of things that people get up to with them. So um, could you just uh, say what it's for? Do you ever get bored, Ayas? I try to keep myself amused wherever possible. Sometimes I get bored of how I look or how I'm feeling. And that's just sort of a little reminder that I need to switch it up every once in a while. If I don't do that, then my boredom will just rack up and who knows what will happen. Right. I better make sure I'm interesting for you then, hadn't I? I sure hope you are. Oh, did you meet that dwarf guy that just kept... Melvin, that just kept on talking and talking. Blimey. I could listen to him talk for hours. I feel like I was being given somebody's life story. It was delicious, wasn't it? Oh, that, that's that's one way to put it, certainly. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I was eating quite as much as you were, but there we go. <laughs> Everybody and their feelings and their stories, it's just like a bomb to the soul. Okay, so you're another storyteller then. Collector is more accurate. I'm not as keen on sharing my own. Oh, right. Why's that? There's just too many, and they're all past lives. You know? Too much information. They're not who I am anymore. Who I am changes so frequently. What's the point of educating somebody on my past? Okay, that, that that's fair enough. But how often do things change then for you? Depends if I like how things are going. Sometimes a couple years in the same path, and sometimes not more than a week. Wow. Life is, you know meant to keep you intrigued well yeah i can i can certainly see i can certainly see that uh but surely if if like why would you come to a place like this for a night like this if you could change to someone else next week i'm a fan of keeping myself surrounded by people that intrigue me in the moment if i'm being perfectly honest I have no intention of a romantic relationship with anybody, but rather I make acquaintances and we find other ways to bond. Mm -hmm. More of a, hmm, I suppose you'd call it a physical partner. Okay. I am only really interested in a relationships in terms of the sexual aspects. I think everybody has their place to give. And there's no point in me lying about that and promising a romantic escapade when it's just 
not my style. Okay, that, that that's very open of I you. I think it's important to be that open. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, one quick question, though. Uh, Shoot. You said that you like to change things up every so often. Does that mean how much change do you mean? Do, 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 do you change gender? I can sort of change however it is I'm feeling at the time. For the most part, I am comfortable as a woman. I enjoy it. I love the feeling of femininity and worship and beauty. But there are some days, there are some months even, I just, I prefer the other side of the spectrum more and I have the ability to change that as well. It's really all about respecting yourself and how you feel and honoring that in every way that you can. And sometimes your partners are into something and it might not be always, but I like to accommodate that and keep things interesting. Again, it's just another part of the bonding experience. Yeah, I, I, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that. It's just a bit, I'm, I'm trying to get my head around this, uh, that you seem to be after a sexual partner for the moment. If I meet the right person, and I'm more than willing to because ugh, I've lived so many lives at this point, I'm kind of feeling like I should force myself to settle, you know what I mean? But if I find the right person, I mean, we could be that forever. We'd be more like friends that do some other stuff on the side, but I'm sort of here as a gauging of interest, I guess you could call it, because I don't know if it would work out. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but if I could find somebody that was interested in the same things that I am, I think that it would be a really meaningful path to go down. Right. We've been talking a lot about me. Can I ask, Ayas, why are you here tonight? Well, uh, I just moved here not so long ago, I've got a little shop down the street. Uh, I've got my two children. Uh, I adopted them. Uh, one's uh, a dwarf, one's a half dwarf. Um, and yeah, basically I've been on a lot of adventures, a bit too many. And I'm just wanting a bit of the quiet life and just someone to pass the time with and have a drink with and maybe, maybe something more, you know? You adopted two children without a partner. Yeah. She pulls a bottle of wine out from her bag and just sort of gestures it at you with a cock of her eyebrow. Beer before wine feeling fine, wine before beer feeling queer. Queer uh, is the word to use for this night. Well, that that is very, very true. Very true indeed. What uh, do you sell exactly? I sell whatever comes into my shop. Basically, whatever I can find, whatever there is a market for. And what's the weirdest thing you've had? Uh, in what, in my shop? Correct. You know, I once had a musical, magical harmonica that only played songs backwards. Oh, I would have done 
anything to get my hands on that. Did you know I play the harmonica? Do you really? It's my favorite instrument. That is really quite interesting because I do actually switch partners. Have... <laughs> <laughs> Save me, Dallas. <laughs> I, I, Travis, Travis was dying, and I was just like, no, I know, I was watching, I was enjoying it. <laughs> no! Uh, she just scoops the hourglass back in her bag and stands up and says, I genuinely feel changed by meeting you, Ayas. It's been a pleasure. That's very kind. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. She just smiles and walks directly past him. As Tin departed, a new figure approached who was voiced by Cole Burkhart, a voice actor and the producer of the Piece of Cake podcasting network and the Null and Void podcast. What did this person look like? Oh, goodness. Zidian uh, is a uh, triton, so they've got this deep blue uh, skin tone to them. He also has this very light, neon, long, flowing locks of hair. I think they show up to the date in a like black fur kind of bomber jacket coat with a glorious pink-lined hood um, and, and lining. Very, very tight pants. Um, some very cool like combat boots. Uh, also, just very prominently on their face is a same very light neon blue handlebar mustache. They're they're a very like pretty boy. Um, all of the like starring they have on their face is just like is probably as just for the aesthetic, half by accident, half aesthetic, um, and is very like long flowing locks and like oh dazzling I guess. Evening. Uh, hello. How how are you? How are you doing tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm um, uh, uh, doing doing quite well. Um, you're very blue, if you don't mind me saying. Yes, it is. Uh, it is a trait I, I tend to have, just on the usual. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't get your uh, your your pronouns before we start. Pronouns. Uh, when you are referred to as a person. Yeah. What 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 general pronouns or characteristics would you like us to, to uh, use? Um, um, I'm, a, I'm a tiefling. Um, I'm a man. Cool. I, so, like, he, him? Yeah, I guess. Cool. Uh, same here. If you do feel comfortable, I also use they, them pronouns, but, like, it's not, like, a huge uh, deal to me. So, uh, hang on. So, he, him, and they, them? Yes. Uh, right, okay. Um, uh, if you don't mind, I'll just refer to you as you. <laughs> that is perfectly acceptable. Cool. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, do you um, come here often? Oh, you know, I, uh, I occasionally... What about you? How do you... Uh, I'm not... Uh, this bar. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite nice. Um, yeah, I, I just, uh, well, recently moved to the area, uh, you know, stuff happens you have to move and um yeah just thought night off from the kids and um, yes, come and have a little you know, look around i i i completely understand that sometimes you need a break from the kids because you know oh they can be such a handful i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, sure yeah definitely i mean uh, one one of mine um He's not actually mine, he's, he's adopted, but uh, yeah, he gets himself into, into scrapes, which is how I came to adopt the other one who was uh, kind of possessed by evil when um, I 
got to know her. So yeah, that's um. Yeah. Sorry, hold on. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> one of them is evil. Well, no, 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 no. She was just possessed. Um, okay. And and yeah. Is she her... still possessed? No, 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 no. She's fine now. Um. Well, as far as I know. Because you know, I have just a a lot of experience fighting evil things. If we need to, you know. No, no. Uh... You 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 do not lay a hand on my kids. Thank you very much. Oh, of, no. Of course not. I just you know. Yeah. If, so uh... do do you have have kids? Oh no, can't stand them. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's something on the table in the future. But you know, I'm a, I'm a fighter. I'm, I'm more about you know, uh, going out there and, and laying my life on the line for uh, everyone um, in the kingdom. Cool. Is it hard to move in those? Um... Yeah, those those things you're wearing. It, you know, sitting down is uh, is 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 a little bit easier than it, I. I don't normally wear the pants when I mean I wear pants, but I don't uh, wear yeah. these pants when I'm Cause fighting. They they look a little bit tight. That's they, all. You know, they're a little snug. Um, but you know, they. I can see how snug they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think Zidian um fully does not know how to how to respond to that and just like takes just a real big sip of their their ale yeah cheers um, Ch- yeah cheers uh to um to tight pants uh, yeah yeah um i'll drink to that so um uh yeah what do you what do you do when you're uh, fighting um uh, I I, uh, I I cast magics. Uh, I I'm oh, cool. into all that evocation and, and fire magic and whatnot. Um, all right, okay. Um, that's that's kind of useful. You know, um, a lot of people not a huge fan of being set on fire. I found. Yeah, um, yeah. I can I can imagine that. I mean, I've seen worse, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's a it's it's a little. You know, unusual actually for me to 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 be uh, because I'm a Triton. You know, we're we're from the water and the ocean, and but I've got like fire magic, and you know, sometimes setting fires. Yeah, how does how does that work? Setting fires underwater is is certainly a, a skill I've had to learn. Um, yeah, it's uh, I wouldn't have thought it's sort of a natural environment yeah, for that. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of like bubbles and stuff instead of like fire, and like I can yeah. make the area warm. It's it's much more impressive on on dry land. Trust me, I fought. Uh, millions of of monsters on dry land, um, <clears throat> like uh, um, you know, like owl bears, and um, you know, I, f- I fought a dragon, and oh yeah, yeah, I've sh- been there, done that, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Um, so you're 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 the you're the person to ask for when we need a nice warm jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I can certainly create bubbles and stuff for that. Um, cool. you, but yeah. you know, um, it's certainly not the you know the the most impressive thing I can do. You know, I. Oh I've, right. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. Go on. Hit me with the I've, well, the impressive stuff that you've already shown in. I've, the past. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I well one time I was uh, going to the 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 bank mm-hmm. and there was this bank robber and I like they were. Uh, trying to to rob this bank, and I, in the heat of the moment, uh, as you do, uh, release some powerful magic, and I I just I, I melted the entire reserve together, um, and then. Uh, so so in order to save the bank, you melted the bank. Well, bank. 
banks are inherently uh, evil corporations, so I, I think I accomplished two goals in one. I stopped the bank robber, and I also... Uh, but if, if, if banks are evil, then wouldn't you want the bank robber to, like, succeed? Well... Isidian <coughs> uh, just takes a sewing veil. <coughs> uh, so tell me, tell me about some of the impressive things that you've done <coughs> in your... Ah, in your life, uh, what 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 do you what do you do? Well, uh, well, at here? the moment I uh, run a shop. Uh, it's a really nice little shop just down the way. There, there's there's stuff that I would rather not talk about, but um, yeah, uh, the, I suppose the most one of the most impressive things recently was uh, uh, going on adventures and um, saving kids from uh, an evil uh, demon deity oh, thing. Yes, I love fighting. Demons, they're so tricky, you know? They Do just, you melt them the, as well? The, you know, you try, and a lot of demons are apparently fireproof, which was real interesting to learn. Maybe you should um, put them in the bank. Yeah, you know, a lot of demons in the bank, actually, just, just naturally, uh, which is something real surprising to learn. A, a lot of, a lot of uh, things you can learn from from just watching a demon in their natural habitat oh, that's, that's um, very true yeah 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 very true yeah love love fighting demons you know they're they're real scary up close they got those like fangs yeah, and like yeah. the, oh, no. the like crawly yeah. skin yeah of course i'm sure you know yeah. being an adventurer like me of course uh i am so so yeah. uh, moving on um <laughs> so what brings you here tonight you know, I just wanted to share this this glorious uh, night with someone fascinating, and I, um, you know, have haven't had to like date in a while. Haven't and had. I, so you've you've uh, this is your your newly single then? No, no, no. I'm I'm not. Uh, I mean, I am single, but I'm not like newly single. It's, but you, you said know, you haven't had to date for a while. Yeah, because I um, because <clears throat> you know. Y- you just get busy adventuring and and exploring, and there's not really like you know places. So, so to... what what have you explored then? Uh, you know, I've been ev- I've been everywhere. You you name it, I've 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 been there. Okay, um, have you have you been to Almeida's Hope? Oh yes, love the place. It's uh, it's um very hopeful and awe-inspiring it's it's real real small place but it's got potential oh yeah yeah do you, do you like the fact that there's that uh, that nice big temple on the hill oh yes love love temples and and religion and all that worship it's uh it's really yeah, something to get you yeah, get you going yeah, yeah absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah well uh, that's just that that's told me everything i need to know really <laughs> <laughs> Switch partner. <laughs> well, oh, thank God. <laughs> that was brilliant. As Zidian walked away, a new figure approached, voiced by Nala Wu, an artist, activist, and writer. Nala, what does this new person look like? Kelia Sung is a average height. Fae creature, their skin is a tanned, more humanoid color, but it glistens with, like, you know, glitter. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a little shimmery. Um, they have a scar on their right eyebrow, 
and their right eye is also a striking ice blue. They're pretty stocky for Faye, and they are wearing fairly fancy clothing, lots of piercings. Their right earlobe is stretched, and there's what looks to be a tooth of large beast uh, put through it. They have long, straight black hair that they are wearing, just tied back in a loose bun uh, at the nape of their neck. And they've got a goatee (laughs) on their chin. (laughs) And they're wearing heels. Okay. All right. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Do you come here often? Uh, not particularly, but, um, it's, it's nice to meet you. You... Yeah, yeah, it's nice to meet you too. You, you, you're, um, very, uh, sparkly. Oh, thank you. Don't mind me saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Kalias. Kalias Sung. Oh, hi. Um, Ayas. Ayas Innskeep. Um, yeah, uh... Where, where are you from? Uh, I'm from around, uh, but, you know, I've, um... I've travelled, but recently arrived here, um, set up a shop just down the road, and, uh, yeah, just thought I'd come along out and see what's what, really. Assuming you, uh, you live here, or...? No, I'm, I'm from, um, from far away. Oh, right, okay. Uh, how far? That's the weird thing, I don't quite remember, but, um... You don't, you don't remember? No, I've been travelling for a very long time. And some very strange things have happened to me since then. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, as long as you don't ramble like some of the other people I've met here, then, um, yeah, tell me more. Well, uh, I've been traveling across the plains in search of wonderful stories. And uh, you, you certainly look like you've had incredibly terrifying yet wonderful life-changing experiences. Well, yeah, you, you, you could say that. Can I buy you a drink so I can ask you about them? If that's okay with you, oh, of course. Oh, yeah, that'd be... Yeah, that. If you don't mind me asking, ha- what happened to your arm? Yeah, a few things uh, happened to that. Um, Refill here. But a lot of magical healing, so that was good. There was a, an incident with a bunny lady that <laughs> was, yeah, mad. and uh, A mad yeah. bunny? <laughs> no, no, a mad lady of bunnies. Oh. Um... Yeah, it, it it wasn't fun. Um, yeah, and now I'm here. Uh, I'm going to I pull out a, a notebook, and I'm going to just start uh, just writing. It doesn't necessarily look like I'm taking notes on the conversation, but it just seems like something that I do as like a... What, 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 what are you doing? Oh, it's... What's that? <laughs> I, I'm a, a storyteller, and... Uh, it's it's not um, I I just kind of write. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but uh, I, I'm, it's already taken me a lot emotionally to get to this point where I'm actually telling someone completely. Um, oh no 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 no! It's it's not about you. It's it's just um, a uh, you call it a, a nervous habit. Um, I, I write poetry and. Um, oh right, things. okay. Um, I tell stories. That's what I do. <laughs> cool. Uh, it's. And any that, that you want to share? Um, well, I did write um, a poem recently. Uh, uh, it, ca- it came to me just as I was s- sitting um, uh, one night at camp. 
If you'd like to hear it, I, if you'd like to hear it, I can read it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna flip a couple pages back, and there is a poem hastily scrawled onto one of these pages. Uh, it's called Moonlight. Um, <clears throat> pale moonlight shines through cold, silhouetted giants. Silence sings tonight. I'm hidden here amongst the thick underbrush where I once saw her. She is beautiful. I will always wait for her. Time does not exist. She is trapped inside an intoxicating cell never to escape. Fingertips of rose call out to me longingly. A singular breath, and then she's gone. The iron trees laugh at me, shroud me in dense fog. I will be back tomorrow. Sounds like an interesting camp. <laughs> when you've been around for, you know, uh, a while, it helps to create stories and share them. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, don't you think, though, that sometimes people want to leave behind the stories of the past and just live with what they have? I suppose so. Um, I've got a rather interesting situation, you could call it, but... Um, is this something to do with the fact that you can't remember anything? Yes. <laughs> Throughout my travels, I have... You know, okay, so you know when you just are minding your own business and somebody comes up to you and they're like, Oh, hi, and they, and they talk like they know you, but you have absolutely no idea who they are. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. It happens to me a lot. Uh, a lot, a lot. And uh, they swear, they swear they um, had some experience like we talked in a shop once or I helped them lots of things that I definitely didn't do um, but that's perhaps I've met some heroes tonight that, that have been talking about the heroic stuff that they definitely didn't do <laughs> so. I swear I've got like I don't know doppelgangers out there or something <laughs> that must be really it's, annoying it's, it's strange um, I, I've been trying to just figure out what happened because yeah I, I honestly can't remember you know where I grew up who my parents are I don't remember my hometown I don't it's it's weird but so so you write everything down so that you can remember it partly yeah it's a lot of just uh you know and I and I'm gonna uh flip through the pages in this notebook to show him some of my uh sketches um some doodles and um just lots of notes, and as I'm flipping through it, you just see um, lots of uh, notes on environment, uh, people, just random quotes pulled out and scrawled down, and lots of poems and one-liners and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, but what's the point? I don't know. I feel like there's something much bigger than me out there, and I just kind of want to find my own purpose in life, you know? That's part of why I came here tonight, too. Because I, uh, I just like to meet people and hear about others' experiences and get to know people. Yeah. I'd like to know. Um, do you do you have any uh, hobbies besides um, you know, traveling? Hobbies. Well, um, I run a shop and um, I've got a couple of kids, so that's uh, that keeps me busy. You have children. Um, well, they're not mine. They're oh. adopted. Oh. Um, so, that's, oh yeah. that's awesome. H how did you come into uh, the care of these kids? 
one of them, uh, and this is a funny story, which isn't really a funny story at all, um, but one of them uh, was possessed by uh, a grand evil that we had to defeat and Good heavens. Um, yeah and her family died while all that was happening so yeah oh my um, gosh <laughs> so i've been taking care of her ever since she's half dwarven and my son is fully dwarven and i found him when he was just an infant uh, something bad happened in the mines a tunnel collapsed and he was the only survivor hmm. i grumble about him a lot now he's a teenager and all but he's really kept me grounded over the years gave me something to work towards and look forward to but uh, yeah we're a little family and it's been nice. Uh, we only recently just moved here. Do you ever worry about, you know, adventuring and um, y- your kids and being being worried about what would happen if you... I, I, I try to do it as little as possible now, to mm. be perfectly honest. I, I've, I've done my time. That's understandable. Yeah, uh, especially given what happened in the last one. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think I'll, uh, I'll live the quiet life for now. Why Why did you come here tonight? Well, I just thought, night off from the kids. <laughs> well, um, honestly, my partner died about a year ago. We'd only been dating a short while, but you can understand that it, um, you know, I really don't want to get into all that, but uh, suffice to say, I'm ready to move on. Oh, 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 and, um, uh, oh, it's something I just, uh, just, yeah. What are your pronouns? They, them. I appreciate you asking. Right, cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just learned that tonight, so... Um, yeah, figured I'd ask, you know. Yeah, if, if, uh, if you have any questions about me or any of um, that sort of thing, I'm, I'm open to answering any of your questions. Yeah, uh, why? Why they, them, or...? Why, why they, them, yeah, why, what... Well, part of it has to do with the fact that the idea of gender is very, I don't know, it seems very um, forced, and um, I don't really identify with any gender. Um, The term that I actually use to describe myself is agender, which just means not having one. Right, okay. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I, I don't feel like a man, but I also don't feel like a woman. So I'm just, I'm just me. I'm, you know, I'm Kalia and that's all. Right. I mean, uh, I, I could ask you the same question. Why, why are you a man? Uh, why? Because uh, that's, because uh, that's, that, it, it, it's what I feel. It's, it's who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, that's just how I feel as well. Not, not a man, not a woman, just neither. Right. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. So, what kind of a relationship are you looking for? Because, like, how does, you know, um, that work? What do you mean? Well, like, um, if you don't have a gender, how do you do, like, stuff? Like, sex? Stuff. Yeah, well, if, yeah. I mean, just because I don't have a gender doesn't mean I can't have sex. <laughs> well, I, 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 just, I, don't, I don't know, because it's like this, this, it's all very new. I only learnt about pronouns tonight, so uh, I, I have no idea. Well, um, I, I can enjoy sex just as much as the next person. Um, 
it's uh i don't know um yeah I, I'm, I'm sorry it's, it's <laughs> I, I know it's I, I know it's really personal but i feel like i've been taking a few risks so maybe you might be willing to as well no you're you're, you're fine um i might say uh well i also have a sexual uh organs <laughs> um and uh gender is not tied to your um i suppose humans call it uh your sex gender is not tied to that um i enjoy sex just as much as the next person of course only if the <laughs> my, my partner wants to have sex but switch know. partners oh it's uh Time to go. Um, it's really nice meeting you. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. It's been... I've, I've had a really, a really lovely conversation. Thank you for opening my mind. I hope to maybe uh, hear from you again. And I get up and I walk away. <laughs> Kalia departed, and someone else came to the table. This mysterious person was played by Tozaman of Caravan. And what did they look like? So this other mysterious stranger, whose name you learned shortly is Joe. Uh, so I picture Joe having uh, dark brown skin and a mix of brown and gray-white fur, big sideburns, heterochromic green and blue eyes, and various lingering indents on their brow and ears uh, from studs in their goth phase uh, from when they were younger. Um, also, I'm going to just say that it's probably a full moon tonight. Uh, just throw that out there. That might affect things <laughs> here or there. <laughs> Hi. All right. Oh, wow. Hi. You're much handsomer in person. Oh, well, that's, that's that's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Um, you're you've got um, yeah, quite the quite the sideburns. Oh, so you noticed? Oh, well, could hardly not. And and those are quite amazing eyes, if you uh, don't mind me saying. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Likewise. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, so, uh, I'm Ias, Ias Innskeep, uh, and you are? I'm Joe, nice to meet you. No, nice to meet you too. Uh, I, I think, given what I've been through the rest of this evening, I should probably start by asking your pronouns. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, well, I, I'd say most of the time they is fine. Uh, I would say, you know, right now I could probably go for he, but, you know, the night is young, the full moon is out, you know, if, 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 I, if, I, if I slip away to the bathroom and come back uh, looking a little bit different, uh, you know, she is perfectly acceptable. I hope that's all right with you. That's not a deal breaker, I, is it? I, I, I don't quite understand. How Do you, do you actually watch change gender oh, oh sure oh uh, I, I mean it, I, I mean is that a problem i i i, I uh, so you know I, I i'd like to say it's a choice but the thing is that sometimes you know around a certain time of the month you know i just start to feel a little different um and you know i i, I uh, you know i might get a little bit um Hairier, right, that's not uh, necessarily a bad I, thing. Exactly, right? You know, I, and you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, my, my, my nails get a little long, and um, I get a little long in the tooth. Um, Are you trying to say that you're a werewolf? Oh, oh, wow. Okay, it, it's that obvious. Huh? Okay. I'm, yes. Oh, uh, was that? Yes, was that uh, a, yes, yes, and uh, is, is, yes, I, I am. A, I'm sorry. Do you do you not use that word or or something? Like I, that I, I prefer I, lycanthrope. You know that lycanthrope, that that that's, that, that okay. that's the more politically correct term in the community, but. Uh, you, you know, right. if, 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 I, I, I had no I, idea. No, I'm used a, to it. No, I, okay, I'm really sorry. No, uh, no, please, please don't be. In fact, you can th- call this me anything very, you like. 
very, very eye-opening uh, evening for me all round, really. So, um, you you were saying earlier about uh, she when you're in wolf form. Oh, sure. So, you know, sometimes sometimes um, my voice changes a little bit when I, you know, become a lycanthrope. Uh, and, you know, I just feel like a different person. It's a whole different set of experiences and way that I move through the world. And frankly, I just feel uh, beautiful when it happens. Well, well yeah, I, I, yeah, that's 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 fine. I mean, I, I can get into my head that you would have a completely different set of senses when you're in lichen form oh yeah versus when you're human it's just the I, i'm just still having a bit of a difficulty with different genders in sure. each form that's all maybe, maybe i should maybe i should order something uh, what are you having uh I, i'm on the ale it's really good oh, um right. is it a pale ale oh absolutely yeah they rhyme. I'm a fan of rhymes. You know, I um, I, I have to be a bit of a poet. I should mention. Oh, oh, that's that's nice. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a laureate, if I do say so myself. I had a, I, I wrote I wrote I wrote some in a in a previous darker phase of my life. But when I look back on it, it's really my magnum opus. We've we've all had previous dark phases of life, but um, if if you're a laureate, then I'm happy to be an audience. So um, yeah, fire away. Oh sure, sure. All right, let me just dip this. <laughs> and please feel free to snap along at any time. Uh, you know, if, if you are so moved. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm ready. Yeah. I call this poem darkness. Inside me, there are two wolves. One is sorrow, the other is pain. This curse of living in no sunshine, only rain. I prowl the night, I seek home in the dark winter. Rain clouds pour, wolves are endlessly running, running wild, running lustily, running for fleshly pursuits, running carnally, running hornily. Help, I'm running to somebody beautiful. It's always you. That's it, that's the poem. Well, I've heard worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, wow, all right. That's a lot no, to no, take no, in. That, that, yeah, that's just, yeah. No, 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 it's, that's it's just okay. my humor. Um, don't, don't worry. I, I was, I was enjoying it. No, I, it's, I really it's was. all right. You know, I, I, I there are, <laughs> there, there. I, I understand it's not for everybody. Not everybody gets it. Um, and you know what? Maybe, maybe I was a little self-absorbed. I've hardly asked you anything about yourself. I didn't even ask what your pronouns are. Maybe because I, maybe I, I'm not especially picky when it comes to gender or who I date. But I, you know, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you. Tell me, tell me, what are your creative pursuits? Did you have a goth phase when you were growing up? Uh, I think probably the less said about my growing up, the better, really, because um, there, there were some bad, bad times, and um, more recently. Uh, you know, I've um, been on a few adventures. Uh, I've got, I've got two children. If we're going to talk about deal breakers, oh, but, right. um, they're not mine. They're not mine. Um, I, I adopted them, but um, well, they are mine, but they're not mine. You know. Okay. Um, would you uh, would you say people call you daddy? I, I I could get used to that. Okay. Well, we can make that happen. 
Excellent. So, um... Beer for you and uh, one for you. Oh, look, is that the moon? It's such a beautiful night, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. In fact, you know, I'm just going to freshen up really quickly, if that's all right with you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I'm just going to get... Oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, no, 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 it's all right. It's all right. It's it's fine. It's fine. Oh, sweetheart, you just leave that. I will clean it up. No, 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 don't don't, don't worry. Gil, do you have a mop? Yep. Oh, my goodness. I am so embarrassed. This always happens when I am... Nervous around beautiful people. Okay, I'm just going to go. Sorry, but the restroom is oh that way. Oh, uh, it's yeah, it's it's over there. Is it gender neutral? Um, behind yes, the... yes, it's a gender neutral bathroom right yeah, in the back. Okay, right great. There, okay, okay, great. All right, all right, all right, cool. All right, I'm, I'm just gonna run in there. Real yeah, good. behind the curtain over that. Um, here's right. a towel for you, Ice. <laughs> okay, well, maybe my humor wasn't really uh, wasn't really the thing. A new figure emerged from the gender-neutral bathroom a few moments later, also played by Tozumon. Alright, um, so, so I picture, essentially, Joe is a bombshell when she emerges uh, from this uh, bathroom as this, like, gussied-up werewolf. So, like, I, she's got, like, her fur, like, in this, like, beautiful, like, quaff, and she's got, like, I don't know, like, her fangs under her lipstick coming out, and she's, I don't know, like, in something a little more comfortable. Um... <laughs> So, so uh, she'll step out and she'll go. Oh, is this seat taken? Uh, yeah, there was um, there was a guy sitting there just a couple of minutes ago, but he spilled his beer everywhere and. Oh. Hi, I'm Joe. Part two. Okay, can you like change at will? That's a great question, you know. I like to say that I can change at will, but sometimes, you know, on nights like these, the mood just overtakes me. Right. And I just feel like a woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Um, but... Speechless? <laughs> it's okay. I understand. People tend to be when they see me like this. Uh, so I've, I've heard that uh, lycanthropy is, like, contagious through a bite or a scratch. Is, is that the case? Well, you know, I, I, it can be, but, you know, if you use protection and you're careful, you know, everybody can have a great time. You know, I, some people like a little nibbling and they turn out just fine. Right. And, and, and if you do... Do you want to try it? Um, I, 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 I think it might be a slightly off-putting for my kids. Oh, well, you know, it's, 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 it's not all prowling through the endless night, hornily and carnally. It's a reference to my poem. I, I, I know. I was listening. Sure. You know. You know. You know. We are. You know. We are pack animals. You know. Sometimes. You know. We, we raise excellent families, and we take excellent care of our own. Some people call it a curse, but you know, I consider it a blessing. I can see how that could work. Um, all that aside, uh, what do you what do you do with your uh, your life? What keeps you busy? Well, uh, you know, I'm a patron of the arts. Uh, I write a lot of poems. Uh, I also happen to, you know, slay a few demons here and there. I happen to be, you know, quite the paladin slash warlock. But we don't like to talk about the warlock part. I had this little bit of a phase when I was younger, but uh, you know, for the most part, I'm on the bright. Uh, I'm on the bright side, up and up on the, you know, on the level these days. But were you always a lycanthrope? You know, I, st- I, 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 okay. So I might, I might, I might have dabbled 
um, in some darker arts when I was younger and fallen in with some unsavory types. But that doesn't mean lycanthropes are unsavory Art types. Ball. You know, when I got to know the larger community, there, you know, it was really quite wholesome. I, I, I wasn't saying anything against lycanthropes at all. I was just wondering like, how you came to be part of the community, that's sure. all. Sure. I mean, as a tiefling, I'm sure you get strange looks from time to time. Oh, plenty. You know, I'm just imagining what you would look like as a lycanthrope. And let me just say, it is even more dashing than you are right now. Oh, that, that, that's very kind of you to say, but um, surely we can't get too horny. Oh, uh, we can't? And, well, I, I've got pl- plenty of horn for everyone, really, haven't I? I was just going to say. <laughs> no, that's it. No, 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 you're absolutely right. We've been drinking, darling. We mustn't. <laughs> and, and, of course, the tail. I don't think I could do with a shorter tail than what I've got now. But what if that tail was the same length it is right now, just here? Well, I suppose there's plenty of things that you could do with that, really, exactly. couldn't you? Switch partners! You know, I, I know this has been the shortest state ever. Too short, one might say. But I would love the chance to see you again, because I think there is so much more I could show you about this wonderful, vibrant, furry community. That's really very kind. I've, I've very much enjoyed the chance to have a chat with, with both of you. Likewise, with just the one of you. Stay wild for me. <laughs> As Joe departed, they were replaced by the form of someone shorter approaching the table. But who were they? They were voiced by Sean Howard from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Fable and Folly Productions, The Axe and Crown, and Alba Salix Royal Physician. Sean Howard, what did this person look like? Uh, so John is a halfling, uh, short, even for a halfling standard. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say overly slight, a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a sitting around drinking too much mead, uh, not doing enough exercise, kind of, uh, thin-faced, ruddy-complexioned. Oh, I'll say halfway again. Ah, right. Um, evening. Ah, evening. Uh, right, how, how are you? Uh, having a good evening? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you? Yeah, it's, it's been really quite, um, yeah, it's been quite eye-opening, has to be said. Um, so, uh, do you come here often? Or? Oh, yeah, 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 no. Okay. Um, first, first. Uh, and what's that you're drinking? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I just, uh, just nursing one of these giant meads they have here. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can see how that, how that would be giant. My, yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my name's John. Oh, and yeah, sorry, uh, I'm Ias. Ias Inskeep. Ias Inskeep. Oh, full names, right, uh, John Barber. Oh, at your service. Pleased to meet you. I don't know why I put the at your service at the end every time. It's just something we do as halflings, you know. Um, at your service. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and um, so, uh, what 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 you um, what are you looking for? What? Well, uh, in this evening, what what are you hoping to oh. get out of it? Uh, oh, <coughs> oh, nothing really. Uh, you know, just uh, just here. I uh, thought I. Well, my name was put in. It wasn't me, you see. My mom wants me to move out of the house, and she's like, you really need to meet someone. So she put my name into this thing, and, yeah, it's, um, but, you know, happy to meet you. Here to serve, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, you look like you've seen a lot of, I mean, uh, you, you're a fighter. Um, oh, you know, the, um, the, yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the scars are, uh, they're old, old injuries, but, um, yeah, I, I've done... I have to say, I've done a, done a bit of fighting in, in my time, but uh, uh, I try not to anymore. You know, I moved here yeah. and oh, wanting yeah. to just yeah. start a new, start a new life. Yeah, yeah. 
those memories hurt, you know. It's awful, I know. So, so does I that mean, mean you've <clears throat> you've seen some adventuring yourself? Or? No, 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 no. No, I'm just, uh, I just help, you know, about um, <clears throat> uh, people, friends, uh, family. You know, they come back. And I'm, I'm sort of the, the, the member of the family that helps everyone, you know, just easy to talk to, they say. I don't know why I'm quite awkward. Um, <clears throat> server! Uh, server! Um, uh, yes? Ah, yes, um... It appears my friend here has—he's uh, already drank his giant mug. Um, I'm still working on mine. Oh. <laughs> yes. Would you like a refill, Ayas? I would love one. Yes, please. W- Thank um, you very much. Would you like anything to eat? Yeah, just the uh, house special, if there is one. All, All right, right. server, back off! Come on, he's mine. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. No, sorry. I, okay. Uh, I, sorry. You, you oh. boys, have fun on your date. Uh, thank you. Um, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't see it's a date. You know, it's still... Yeah, well, I... <clears throat> so you, you, you say you help around the house and help people when they come back, but, um... What, what, what sort of... What do you do for, like, like for fun? Fun! <laughs> fun! Fun! Um... <clears throat> oh, uh... There's this game with cards. Um... Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. I, I like a good game of cards. Oh, really? So, uh, well, there's, there's suits, you see, and if you get the Chancellor, uh, that's 13 points. Uh, but you don't want the Chancellor unless you give the Chancellor to someone, and then they give... Oh, I'm babbling again. Um, no, no. It's called Chancellor. I, I think I've heard of this game, actually. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, well, it's me and my mom. <clears throat> you know, we'll play once in a while. And me mates. <clears throat> me mates, yeah. I'll hang with the mates. Play a bit of cards, drink some mead. So your mom set you up on this whole well, evening. She says... You're 55. It's time to meet someone, she said. 55? You don't don't look a day over 12. Oh, no, please. <laughs> oh, I spilled my meat. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <clears throat> All right, here we've got some uh, cobalt scale chips with salsa and uh, some salted catfish. That's some local catfish. And Oh, did you spill your meat, honey? Yeah. Oh. Don't worry. Gil, we need the mop again. No, it's, it's okay. It's fine. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> do, do, do you think he can have a refill as well, though? Just, you know, top him up a little bit. He's 55. Oh, coming he can right handle up. it. Coming right up. Thanks, guys. Um, so, are you thinking of uh, <clears throat> settling down? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've got my, my two adopted children. Oh, um, children. Yeah, is that a problem? No, no, no. Um, no, <clears throat> I'm, I'm told I'm great with kids. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are, especially as you said you, you help everyone at home and, and Are they all that. bigger than me? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. One, one's a dwarf, one's a half-dwarf. Yeah. Um, ah, you yeah. know those dwarfs, they just grow like trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do a bit, but it must be what I'm feeding them. Yeah, <laughs> it's the catfish. <laughs> the salted catfish. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it is very good, very good catfish. Um, as you said, I've had my adventuring days, so I think I'm I'm due a settling down, so I, I have a shop just down the way. And, a shop? Um, yeah. Oh, shop? Your own place? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Like, just yours. No mother. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is the case. Please uh, take me. Please. Please take me. I can't uh, take the mother anymore. Please. Please. Could you get I, off my foot, oh, please? Yeah. Oh, sorry. 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 Um... <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited there. <clears throat> it's the meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is, and the mother, I suppose. Yeah, oh, um, God. It, it's, are, are you two like a package deal? Or? Nope, nope, <laughs> we're not. Nope, I go separate myself. The mum stays home. Right. Um, 
tell you what, I, I think I've probably got a few things in my shop if uh, if you ever needed to um, get her out of the house. Oh, oh, right, like code, wink, wink, out of the house. <laughs> well, if, if you wanted to be code, wink, wink, out of the house, or it could be just out of the house. You're not talking about killing my mother, are you? No. Oh, okay. Just making sure before I said something stupid. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want that. that to be... No, nope. no, 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 no. No, she's me mum. And, and, just, and you, know, you, you love her very crazy. much, I suppose. Oh, yes, just just done with her, you know? <laughs> I, I can understand at the age of 55, you might be... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's going to live till a thousand, so... I'm never going to get rid of her. And, and how old is she now? We're not allowed to talk about it, so, you know... Um, but, but 300, I think. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Um, sounds like you could do with moving out. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, Why just... can't you... Why haven't you moved out already? Oh, well, um, are you offering? Right, it's... Um, let me have some more of the ale and I'll see, oh, but... sorry, sorry, I didn't... I just misinterpreted their, um, your, um... You know, you can move out on your own, don't you? Well... Yeah, I, I tried that once, you know, move out of my own. <laughs> Got my own little, you know, uh, tree trunk <laughs> house. You know, one of those abandoned big, you know, they convert it. It's a tree condo. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. And what happened? I, well, it went good first, you know. Um, Then I got lonely. And then my mom started coming over and then she moved in. Right. Um... Sounds like you could, I've got. I do have a few things that could help get your mum out of the house. Really? For for indefinite lengths of time. Oh well, um, I might might be interested in such a thing. Um, I might be able to pay you back. Um, <clears throat> somehow. Uh, are you saying what I think you're saying? I'm not sure what I'm saying. Oh, I'm just gonna drink my meat. <laughs> <laughs> John Barber took five stress damage. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I don't think I'm I've uh, ever had meat. I must say. Um, oh, do I hear want to trade? Here, you have mine, and uh, I, I can pull yours over. Okay. Yeah, let me let me give you a hand there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, sorry, oh. uh, that shouldn't have landed oh. on your finger, but um. Ooh, well, that's intense. That's a good drink. Huh? Yeah, I, uh, grows on you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Get your chest hair, I'm sure. I, I didn't expect you'd be doing any more growing. I grow where it counts. <laughs> you know, the, the personality. Huh? Don't we all? Don't we all? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to take my meat back if that's all right. I mean, I liked your drink, but uh, yeah, it's more my Yeah, drink. yeah, yeah. I, I, I fully understand. Your hands understand. have seen a lot of um, um, stuff. They're scarred. Huh? Yeah, yeah. There's, um, there were some issues with some acid... And, um, yeah, being a parent, oh, sorry, that's probably a bad subject for you, um, but... No, no, it's okay, as long as you're not a mother. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, yeah, you were saying acid. Yes, yes, um, which is on sale, should you need some. Um, but, oh. um, but know. as I said, I'm pleased that that part of my life is over now, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it like to kill someone? Easier the second time. Okay, easier second time. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Um, you know, I just I feel everything so much. Huh. Yeah, um, it 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 was not not fun. I mean, it was them or us, but yeah, 
And there's watching someone else die, which is... Huh. That's not fun either. I suppose it never leaves you. Try to move on where possible. Right. I think it is possible to move on, but... Uh, sometimes it takes time. I, I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay, because um, I've, I've had help. I've, I've tried to to get through things, and I, I, I don't think that I'm defined by the experiences I've had. Like a crucible. Changes you, but you're still you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it definitely changes, but it's a matter of how much you let that affect the day-to-day. Right. Because, as I say, there's been a lot of very, very dark and very bloody stuff that I would not ever want to put anyone else through ever again. Well, hopefully it's all behind you now. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So uh, it's very nice to to run the shop and watch my two children grow up. Yeah. No, you should be fine. It's running a shop. No, No story ever starts with... Someone running a shop, and then next thing you know, they're on an adventure. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that'd be stupid, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, just a steer, just just a shopkeeper. <laughs> Minding your own business. Yeah, yeah, and then... Little town. Yeah. Then something big happens, and you got to go and... Yeah, nah, nah. No, no, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, so... Well, you know, uh, if you ever wanted to um, <clears throat> go get a drink or something, uh, you know... Without me, Mum. <laughs> Just leave her at home. Leave her at my home. <laughs> well, that, that, no, that'd be that'd be very nice. And um, do feel free to uh, hop down to my shop. As I say, it's just down the street. And um, yeah, it'd be nice to to bump into you from time to time. Oh, oh, right. Just bump into you know. Just happen to be there. <laughs> just you open the shop door in the morning, and I'm just there <laughs> by happenstance. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see. With, with um, a bottle of whatever it is you're drinking, maybe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that that. That sounds lovely. Uh, I, I think that'd be uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, um, I'm sure you've got a lot of you know important people to meet today. I'm oh, just, I, I, I do think that that everyone is can important. Can I just touch your hands? Hmm? Can I just touch your hands? If if, if you want to. Yeah, don't, don't mind. I'm just gonna hold them. You've seen a lot. Yeah, they they really have. Um. Oh. And I'm afraid there's more to come. But that, that's enough of that. Um, <clears throat> you should enjoy the time Switch while you... partners! Oh! <laughs> oh, there it is, the bell! Um, <clears throat> oh, God, I have to go meet that Amazon next. Um, wish me luck! Uh, yeah, uh, good luck. Um, l- lovely to meet you. Uh, same. Uh, same. Um, I, I, I'll just lift this yeah, mug off the table. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Have a good day! <laughs> next to the table was a character voiced by Frankie Larson, the writer, mental health advocate, and graphic designer. What did this very interesting person look like, and what is their race? As some might find it confusing. So Warforged are constructs that are sparked from magic, and they're created, and they're kind of sort of like a take on a robot, (laughs) is the best way that I would probably describe it. (laughs) She, they, they're bald, and they are a mix of silver and copper. Um, large, mostly metal, very metallic looking, um, beefy, and has a bunch of little trinkets on their fingers, and has all these like little copper rivets, like they kind of look like freckles across their face. Uh, all right, um, evening. Hello. What is your name? Uh, I'm Ias, Ias Innskeep, and, and you are? Ias, it is nice to meet you. I am 81, but you can call me Addy. Thanks, Addy. Um... So, uh, 
What, what brings you here tonight? I am trying to find love and a partner. But mostly a partner. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. Um, sorry, this is out of character. This is brilliant. I love it. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, love and a partner are not, like, the same thing? No, or? I don't enjoy being physically touched, really. It mm, doesn't feel good to me. Okay, what would you want from a partner slash lover? Someone who is there, who, when I need it, can oil the places that need oiling, but not often. I can usually do it myself. As can we all. Um, so what you're wanting is some sort of maintenance person? More than that. I think I would like a friend who is there and who makes me laugh. I like to laugh. Okay. Um, how, how would you describe your sense of humour? Hmm. I have not dissected that yet. I will think on it and get back to you later. Okay, cool. Um, so what, what, what do you do when you're not um, looking for uh, uh, someone to oil your joints? Ooh, I like to dissect things. I don't know why I was created. I, mm, maybe this is not appropriate first date talk, but I've been trying to find purpose lately, and I don't know why I was created, but I think it is to dissect the magic of this world, which I have been doing a great job of. And a lot of times I find that it makes a lot of sense in tinkering, like these rings I've made. And you see their fingers are just covered in all these little trinkets and rings that seem to spin and whirly gig and all kinds of cool little movements and it looks like there could be some of them could pop out or do weird things you know those are very nice rings i have to say why um, thank you i i own a shop and um you know, if you ever wanted to sell anything then i can quite happily uh, you know we can work something out oh do you think people would buy them Absolutely. Oh, and they're lovely. I mean, uh, look at that one. Uh, what, what what does that one do? Ooh, this one is a knife. Yeah. And she, like, clicks it, and it flips out, and it has this little, it's like, tiny, tiny little pocket knifey little pokey. <laughs> now that, that is definitely something that people would want. It, it's not great for stabbing, but it is good for eating. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it looks cool. And some people just need things that look cool. Are you telling me that I look cool? Well, um, yeah, you've got the, oh. the whole... Um, copper metal thing going on but yeah 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 it's 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 good why thank you so much i don't think anyone's ever said that to me before oh well you should get out more well i tried to tonight talking to eight people is exhausting and i am tired oh tell me about it there was this dwarf earlier on that just talked and talked and talked you hope you haven't had to had to sit through him have you uh i don't believe so I tend to avoid very loud people. I can't hear myself think when someone is talking over me. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. So, uh, dissection then. Uh, what have you dissected recently? Oh, just the magic of the universe. I sit and contemplate a lot. I spend many hours meditating. Mm, I haven't really come to any conclusions, but I think I'm right and ready for a breakthrough. Cool. It's, it's nice to be able to have a schedule like that. <laughs> Yes, it is very open, very clear. I like my life a lot. What about you? What? I I realize I am not asking questions. I am very apologetic for that. What What do you do? Oh no, that, that, that's quite all right. Don't worry. Um, well, I I as I said, I have a shop. Uh, I uh, look after my two adopted children. Um, Tell me more about your children. I love children. I would like to have some of my own someday. I don't really know how that works, but I think maybe I could create them if I needed to. 
How did you come to adopt these two? Well, um, my son, Baron, he's a dwarf. We met in the mines when he was an infant. He lost his parents and I just happened to be there when it happened. I basically raised him to be my little anti-theistic shopkeep apprentice. And my daughter, Ord, well, uh, well, there was a, there was a whole thing. Uh, and um, basically the entire village's children got stolen away by an evil force. Oh, and um, I had to go and uh, be part of a group that got them back. And uh, she was possessed by a demon and immense evil and all of this kind of stuff. But yeah, she's fine now. Oh dear, so you're a hero. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just a single father and a shopkeeper. But you saved her. Well, with, with help. Oh, well, I think that makes you a hero. That's very kind of you. And that's more or less why we live here. And as I say, we've got the shop. Uh, it's been quite useful, actually, this evening. I've, I've, I met a mushroom farmer, so I'm hoping to get in with them and, and if I can have some of your trinkets and rings as well, that, that'd, be, that'd be fantastic. Yes, I would love that. I would love to come visit the shop as well. So, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, when, if, do you die? Is, is there a, oh, is, yes. Is that a, okay, right. I, I, I don't know these things. That's the trouble. Um, but, you know, what What do you want to be remembered for? When I die, I think I would like to have a statue built of me. Um, maybe made of the same metal. People might get confused. It might look too much like me. But I would like to be remembered for my tinkering. And it would be great, too, if the statue had some of those things that I've made on them. That would be good to be remembered by. So, basically, would you prefer to make your own uh, statue tomb, grave thing. Hmm. It seems self-indulgent, but I like the idea, so yes. You know how you, um, like, dissect the magic of the universe and all? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't ask what you were drinking, by the way. Um. I don't know what Warforge drank. Do they, do they <laughs> eat and drink? I, I didn't even look at this. <laughs> okay, I have a good answer. I am drinking pure ethyl alcohol. I find the cleaner it is, the happier I am. I tend to cry with mixed drinks, but also not great for first dates to cry on them, I have learned. Yeah, yeah, well, um, I, it's it's not often that I get to date anyway, so... Uh... Me either. This has been really nice. Thank you for joining me Switch today. partners! Oh, no, no, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, it's been very interesting to meet you, and I hope you find... Um, someone as unique as yourself. I think I am very interesting and I will find someone who is also very interesting and we are interesting to each other. I think so. As Addie stepped away, it was not one, but two individuals who joined the table. Voicing these next characters are Jacob Bernardino of Total Party Chill and the production manager for the San Francisco Theater. Also joining Jacob is Sebastian Crane, an artist. What do the two strangers look like? So Charlie is middle-aged for an elf. He is wearing a pair of glasses and his hair is tied back in kind of a loose bun. It seems like he came here from work, so he's kind of wearing like an old-timey school teacher's uniform, like tails, ruffles in the front, with maybe just the first three buttons unbuttoned on his shirt, because he's like trying a... He's getting loose with all the booze that's flowing. <laughs> Torin kind of looks like similar to Charlie in age, just like middle-aged for an elf, which is, I guess, like 300 or 400 years old. 
he has really hard mutton chops on his face and a really thick mustache that's like salt and pepper brown. Like kind of imagine Tarzan's dad, but an elf. And then he's also wearing suspenders and his shirt is like slightly open like Fabio, but more medieval. Um, is this seat taken? Because it looks like you two have already uh, found each other. Oh no, we're, or... we're together. We're looking for a third. Please, please, sit down. Oh, uh, right. Um, okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, hello. Um, I'm Ias. I'm Charlie. This is my husband, Torin. How do you do? Hello there. Um, yes. Um, yeah, well, uh, having a good evening? Very Fantastic. good. Fantastic. We're hoping to make it a little better, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Three yeah. times better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I do know what you mean. Um, it's it. I've not seen any other couples around here, though. Um, it's it's slightly interesting. Is it uncomfortable for you? Uh, to be fair, I've been exposed to quite a lot already this evening, so um, no, it's not uncomfortable. It's just a, it's just different to what I've experienced so far. Well, you know, that's a beautiful place to start. When we kind of decided to open up our relationship, it was kind of uncomfortable for us at first, just kind of establishing rules and lines. But once we kind of figured it out, it's it's developed into something really beautiful that we can both share. Okay. Um, so, uh, do you uh, what do you have like um, uh, long term partners or just people that come along for a short time or or, or what? Both. And we kind of look at each other. Yeah, you know, like, life is like a river with many different tributaries, and we would just like to explore as many things as we can, you know, really just wade in the water, experience new things. We're going to be here for another uh, 150 years. We might as well kind of try everything, if you will. I, I suppose longevity has its benefits in that instance. Uh, do you want a drink, or...? We're parched. I could have a wine. So, Ayas, would you like another ale at that? Uh, I think I'm going to need another couple, or and, three. And you boys? I thought I heard somebody say wine. Yes, please. Thank you. Make that two, please. Two wines and an ale coming right up. I said three ales, but... Oh, never mind. So, uh, so what do you guys do, then, when you're not here? Well, I teach. Oh, right. What do you, what do you teach? Uh, mostly younger children, you know, uh, arithmetic, languages, things of that nature. Fair enough. Uh, and you? I lay bricks. Right. Okay. Um, he you... sure does. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you directed anything recently, but I think probably you have. Sure, I've erected many things. I've built a schoolhouse in the past week. I've built someone's home. I built a beautiful home. Listen, the brick industry is really booming in this town. I haven't seen anyone sling bricks the way that Torin does. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough about us. What about you? What do you get into? Oh, I, I run a shop just down the road, uh, just down the way there. Um, yeah, I, that's me. I'm a single father of two, adopted father. Oh, children. I love children. Yes, we well, all yeah. enjoy children. How old are they? Uh, uh, they're both adoptive, but Baron, who's my son, is 12, and old, my daughter, is 10. 
Ugh, those are the best ages when they really start to become people, you know, and have personalities and opinions and can speak to you in complete sentences. It's like a friend. Yeah. And then a little bit further on, then they have too many opinions and too many voices and too many eyes and too many of everything, really. But isn't that sort of a father's job to nurture all these things? Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Which is probably why I'm so looking around for someone that might be able to help me. You said earlier that uh, you sometimes have long-term partners and sometimes short-term partners. What are you looking for tonight? Well, we did start our uh, arrangement in a threesome. It was supposed to be a temporary affair, which sort of grew into something more meaningful as the years went on. Unfortunately, we have yet to create such a union with another as we did before, and we're hoping that we could find someone to complete that trio. Okay. Uh, And what's keeping you from stopping at three? Would four happen, or five, or a full adventuring party? (laughs) Well, let's start with three, and then we can talk about getting into four or five. It's baby steps, you know? It's not like (laughs) you you have to learn how to walk before you learn how to run. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I see that, I see that. Um... So I'm just trying to still... Five would be a lot of running. More like a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> a foot race. Yeah. Yeah, just, sorry, just trying to get my head around how it all works. So, like, do you, like, take things in turns or what? Well, we could go in turns. You could go all together, you know, perhaps two mainly and then another two later on. And d- depending on how the wind blows, it could be a, a, a circle. Bit of a circle. <laughs> If you understand the metaphor. (laughs) I'm still intrigued as to how you found out that this is what you wanted. Well, I realized when I met Charlie that I wanted to be with him for the rest of our very long lives. But at the same time, we realized that we would be here for a while. And there were so many different people and experiences that we wanted to allow each other to have. And I think that integral part of our relationship is fostering each other and encouraging each other to develop as people, learn things. And I think that the best way that we were able to do that is by meeting other people and involving them with ourselves. Okay, okay, but but I can see... We really learned a lot about ourselves. And when we brought that third into our relationship before, it was sort of a growing experience for both of us. We didn't expect for this to happen, but that's just sort of where we are now. Okay. Because I can see how getting new friends over time, uh, because there are quite a lot of people that go for monogamous relationships but it seems crossing that boundary between a friend and more than a friend well it's not really a competition of the relationship if you understand what i mean we kind of see incorporating more people into expanding the love that we already have after all what are romantic relationships if not friendships but more yeah i i liked what you said about it being uh, an exploration and allowing each other to find out more and to discover more and to share what you have. It's just something quite different for me. Different is good. Different means growth, different means change. Well, that's true. I've certainly seen that a lot tonight. A lot of new. A lot of growth as well. So what else are you looking for, might I ask? What am I looking for? Um, Well, like I say, someone to... uh, or someone's, I suppose, now. I'm going to have to think about that. Um, there's been a lot of adventuring, a lot of moving, and there comes a point in any tiefling's life where he just wants to 
settle down and rest for a bit, really. And what would convince you to do that, settling with us? I don't know. It's, it's not something I've tried. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that I'm against it. Well, if I might say so for myself, this has definitely been the most fun experience that I've had in my long life. <laughs> True. Sometimes we go out individually and try to find someone for the other. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you go out and matchmake for each other? Sometimes. It's kind of like deciding where to eat for dinner, you know, kind of what the other person likes, but it might not necessarily align with what you like, but sometimes if they like it, you can present it to them, vice versa. And do you have any other hobbies like that? Well, I like to macrame. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Charlie's a wonderful macrame artist. Thank you so much. Thank you, Torin. The couple (laughs) thank you wine glasses together. I just really love creating things. I'm a builder, you see. Okay, yeah. Making things with my hands at my workshop is where I feel most at home. All right, and what's the best thing that you've made? What's the thing that you're most proud of? Well, I built Charlie's schoolhouse, and I think that is a really is really an intersection of so many beautiful things in my life. That's pretty cool. Now that I think about it, there's some repairs that could be done on my shop, actually. Thinking about it, the roof's leaking a bit. Give him your card. Give him your card, Torrin. I can fix that. And I slip my card across the table. Fantastic. Thank you very much. That'll be, that will come in quite useful. There's some things that keep on getting rained on. I should put a plant there, in fact. So, you know, Charlie and I, in our relationship, we want to be completely transparent and completely open. So we would love for you to tell us kind of what kind of relationships you have been in, just so as we're kind of continuing this process, we can make an informed decision. Right, well, uh, nothing too heavy, but I did once have a, a thing with the mayor of the village that I used to live in. Um, he was called Delvin. Mm. Um... But otherwise, not so much, really. Uh, I've uh, led a bit of a a life that doesn't really allow for much in the way of relationship, if you get my meaning. No, not really. Are you a travelling salesperson? Uh, no, 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 no. It, it's the it's just that before I moved to that village, uh, there was a uh, it's a time that I don't really like to talk about. I respect your privacy, but I mean, a relationship with a mayor, that sounds quite scandalous. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a lovely guy. Um, he just happened to be mayor. It's not like I was trying to get anything out of him. Time's up. Switch partners. Well, if you're looking to explore, you know where to find us. Well, yeah, I've got, I've got your card, haven't I? Ta-ta. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Love to meet you. You as well. You too. As things were wrapping up for the evening, Iasinski moved toward the final date. A small mysterious figure, voiced by Sean St. Pierre. Can you describe the final date of the evening? Uh, Jess, a forest gnome. Uh, on the shorter side, especially for uh, a male. Uh, about three foot two inches. Uh, Where's Monk's garb, but there's a lot more flair to it as well, just because they're a little extra. So there's a bit more, like, color to it, uh, more exaggerated and everything like that. Seems almost wizardly, but it's a weird mix to where it just confuses people. Uh, So they have a little bit of a mohawk going right now. 
but it doesn't have any styling gel in it, so it's just flopping to the side, and it's neon blue right now, just because they felt like it. That's delightful. And a little bit of uh, uh, facial facial hair, just a little tuft on the chin. That's it. That's all they can grow, and they're very proud of it. In fact, they stroke it pretty often as they're going around. What? <laughs> Uh, hey, what what's going on? I uh, I see you've already started on the party right there. Oh, what you mean these glasses? Uh, that no, that's uh, that's just the. You're very colourful. Oh, thank you. I really do try. I'm glad you noticed. Uh, well, it's uh, it'd be a bit difficult not to really. Even with dark vision, I'd be able to pick you out of a <laughs> out of a crowd in a darkened mine. Does that mean <laughs> uh, uh, maybe we're we're hitting it off a little better than I thought we were? Well, it's, that's uh. Let's not go too fast. Um, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself? Let's start off with your name. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Jess Mineral Doll Eckall Schnepp St. Edwards the 27th. How about you? Ah, yes. That's a great name. I like it. Easy to call. Yeah. What do your friends call you? Uh, just Mally. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost there. It doesn't really give it away. But at the same time, the 27th is a, is a little bit long. So I figured I'd just cut that part out, get straight to the point. I, I can see that you had 26 ancestors that didn't really have a lot of imagination. Sadly. Hopefully next time will be better. I seem to be the one with a lot more flair going on. Well, You should have seen my mom and dad. Oh, really? <sighs> no, they were the type to uh, wear the full-on wool with the pitchforks. It's kind of... Oh, you mean like, like the, the habits with the... The scratchy habits. They do have really weird scratchy habits, but no, they were more like hobbits. Uh, but they weren't hobbits, they just looked like them. Right, okay. Yeah. So, um, where does your um where does your flair come from then? Oh well, you see, uh <laughs> I may not look like it, but I'm actually pretty good with magic. Are you really? Yeah, my mom doesn't approve. Yeah, well that's what mothers do. Well, apart from this one guy that I saw whose mother was just well, yeah, I don't think we'll go there, actually, um, but suffice it to say, I don't think the boy's best friend was his mother there. Oh, okay. Well, I can completely understand with that. Moms can be a bit of a... Whew. Oh, wait, this is just Mother's Day. Ugh, I should probably send her a letter. That sounds like a plan. Um, yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> Spoilers, this episode was actually recorded on Mother's Day. So, um, where should you go from? Uh... Yeah, so, uh, have you been having a good evening? Met anyone interesting? Uh, I mean, no one as interesting as you. I'm kind of interested in what's going on with that arm there. That must have some, uh, pretty good war stories behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, um, certainly does. I mean, that, that is, uh, uh, let's just say it got mangled a few times and it got healed a few times and, um, you know, nothing is ever quite the same after you've broken it. See, my sister has a little something like that, too, but, uh, <sighs> That's a story. Well, we've got got a few minutes, so um, unless you want to talk about a story that you have, rather than your sister. Oh, I mean, it was the first time that I really played with magic, so it is a little... Oh, go on then, go on then. Let, let's hear it. You see, there once was a boy. A boy who wasn't quite a boy, but he was a boy. And he liked to play around in the forest. But his sister also liked to come along and she liked to climb trees, swinging through the trees like a fur bog. And so she swung around. And of course, 
They weren't actually vines. They were branches. And so she fell. So I figure I would put, you know, a little something soft, some snow. Ah. Except it didn't turn into snow. It turned into lava. Oh, ouch. I mean, she's fine. She's got a little burns, a little something, but it's, it's fine. How much shy of 100% burns? She's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I do take it she's that fine. you've um, improved since then? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I tend to dabble. See, I got a little uh, something here called uh, thunder and <clears throat> lightning. He's totally flexing right now and pointing with both fingers and little sparks just came out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite impressive. C can I have a little squeeze? Oh, yeah, here you go. <sighs> that's uh, ooh, a little bit charged there. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a little bit to do with the monk training, but, you know, I'm glad that you find me electrifying. Uh, uh, so you've, you've trained as a monk then? Oh, yes, absolutely. You see, I... Uh, Happen to be trained under a secret clan of desert elf monks. A clan of secret desert elf monks. Mm-hmm. And he's totally wiggling his brows right there and leaning real close in. Why are you wiggling your eyebrows like that? Well, you've obviously never heard of them, so I'm pretty sure they're pretty secret. Well, yeah, but you just tell me where to find them. They're elf monks that live in the desert. Yeah, but which desert? Yeah, so what brings you here tonight, then? Well, you know, just life in the Azure Kingdom... It's pretty fun and all, and I'm a pretty good mercenary. You know, I have a lot of fun uh -oh. helping people yeah. out and, uh, you know, fighting things. But just every now and again, I just I just get lonely, okay? Uh, so, just picking up on what you said there, you're a mercenary, so uh, you go out adventuring and things like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually just, you know, mostly help people get from town to town. Okay. But sometimes, you know, they need a little help in a dungeon, getting some treasure. Uh, no, I was, I was just thinking with uh, with your mercenary stuff and your uh, your treasure hunting, then um, if you ever need somewhere to sell your goods, uh, now that I've moved here, I've opened up a little shop. So um, if you need to, uh, to sell anything or if you need to buy anything for your uh, journeys, then do feel free to drop by. Well, that sounds like a second date to me. <laughs> so you have a shop, so what kind of shop is it? Tell me more. Well, it's um, it's a shop for a little bit of everything, really. Um, whatever people want to sell, whatever people want to buy, uh, I'm there to facilitate that uh, kind of transaction. Anyway, so is that arm still any good at, you know, say, wrestling? Uh, I think I prefer to go with my left arm. If we're doing any kind of wrestling. Alright then, I happen to have a pretty good left arm. Okay, we're <laughs> doing this then. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky stroke, it's just because I'm not left-handed. Nor am I usually, but, you know, needs must. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was fun. Do you want to buy me a drink? You know, for that one, I think I will. Alright, Fezzawig, I think I need one of your... I think I need a whole bottle. Sure thing, honey. Are you going to drink out the cap or something? No, I was actually going to have most of it, but you know, you can have some. Oh, that, that's that's very kind. Uh, one thing I uh, neglected to ask you earlier on was, um, uh, I've been learning a lot about pronouns this evening. Um, do you have anything specific? Oh, yes, I happen to be, you know, he, him, his. Right. 
Okay, I can... How I can about you, darling? Uh, well, same. Same, yeah. So learn about pronouns. That's a pretty uh, big step. Tell me more about that. Oh, well, uh, I've... Yeah, it's just a, a few of the people that I've met earlier were they, them. There was a he, she at one point, uh, depending on what phase of the moon was in. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not something I'd really come across before tonight. Side note, I really need to hear that one about the phase of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting. You know, it's not very often that people get to fully experience everything on that side of the, the spectrum. Uh, I'm glad that you're getting a, a bit of an educational experience out of it, but how do you feel about it? If you don't mind me asking. Well, it's... Uh, I, I suppose I now know that other people have different feelings and, and want to be known and seen differently. And it's uh, a matter of courtesy to understand that and then, uh, and then work with them. Would you ever date somebody that was going through all of that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's about the person, not about, you know, societal constructs. That was probably the sexiest thing I've heard all day. Well, that's, that's very kind of you, but um, I, I, it's just, it's not up to me, is it, really? It's, it's about how other people feel comfortable, and I don't see how that is a problem for people. Sorry, I'm crying inside, that was so beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. They're actually crying as well outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very often that you hear uh, someone who's willing to accept something outside of their typical view and word it so well. And I think that was absolutely beautiful. That's, that's very kind. I just thought I was being, yeah, a person. Well, I think you uh, excel at being a person and maybe my wink wink excel at beating you know something a little more so how good are you with that left arm <laughs> I, I can win an arm wrestling contest on the table how about in a bed <laughs> i can't say that i've tried recently which is why i'm here tonight switch partners oh. it was uh, very nice to meet you it was very nice to meet you melly the 27th uh well I do like that. You can you can just call me Melly though. Thank you. By the way, you ever want to adopt kids one day? I I already have two. Huh. Well, it was nice meeting you. Thank you for probably the most enjoyable sit down that I've had the entire night. Well, that's very kind. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode, Tiefling in the Details. Please be sure to vote on who you think Ias Inskeep should end up with. Please be sure to check out our artist auction, our dungeon master auction, and of course our tea public store which has a lot of Pride Month themed art. Very tasteful. A huge thanks to our extensive cast, our musicians Stephen Malin and Brandon Boone, and our mixing and mastering engineer Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Again, a special thanks to our guest director and co-producer, Dallas Wheatley of Fireside Folktales. This has been a Fool and Scholar production. Please be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of credits. There are many people involved who made this possible. If you or someone you know is feeling helpless or suicidal, please contact the Trevor Project's Trevor Lifeline 24-7 at 
488-788-7386. Counseling is also available 24-7 via chat every day at thetrevorproject.org slash help or by texting 678-678. Thank you all again for listening. We'll be back with our regular horror-filled episodes in July. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.